Hey everybody, welcome to the Evoke Bike Podcast. I'm your host, Brendan Hausler. If you are new to the podcast, welcome. These short 8 to 15 minute podcasts cover a wide range of topics to help you get faster. Whether you're looking to win a national championship, finish Leadville, crush Tulsa Tough, get on a Gravel Worlds podium, or simply drop your friends. If we've never met, I'm the co-founder and president of Evoke Bike. I've been coaching athletes since 2010, and I've trained with power for over 150,000 miles. I've also won three Masters National Championships, but I'm mostly proud of my nearly 100 Pro 1 podiums simply because it shows my consistency in the game and my hunger to get better for not only myself, but the Evoke community, which includes you. If you enjoy these podcasts, please leave us a review on Apple or follow and download the episodes from Spotify. And if you want to take your support to the next level, please click the support link at the bottom of this podcast where your donation will help us pay for everything that helps to keep this free podcast going. Now to the show. Hey, what's up, everybody? So I want to make this podcast talking about when you're starting to get ready to go to your first big events, most likely a bigger regional race, or maybe you're going to a big stage race. If you're in the Northeast, you, you know, we all used to get pumped for two of the Catskills, Green Mountain. Um, you know, if you're in the Mid-South area, it's Joe Martin and probably like Sea Otter or... Um, blanket on some of the ones out west because I've never been out there to race but you know this I was talking to a coach who has an athlete that busts his butt is has been not dominating but doing really well locally for the past two or three years and starting to get cold feet as he talks to his athlete about the upcoming big races and I'm not gonna I don't want to dox this person or, or kind of uh put out which races they're talking about but the big big national races and you know the coach said hey are you just gonna like just keep kicking everyone's ass locally or you know let's let's go outside of the pond and start going into the lake and then maybe you can go swim in the ocean and there's so many of us that are just scared of failing and you gotta embrace the fact in endurance sports you have to fail in order to win you have to let go of being worried about coming in 40th and spending your weekend getting knocked around a little bit because you're you're most likely unless you are either ridiculously genetically gifted or you have um yeah having a natural racing knack at the next level is a huge help but even with that uh you're you're gonna go and you're you're probably not going to win right away um if you're even going to win at all like that's a huge (laughs) most of us are not going to win the bike races we attend it's based off of math and just based off of there's usually somebody better than us if you're really challenging yourself one of the biggest things that holds people back is they don't they feel like they're going to look like a loser to the people in their local scene if they go to this big race and they don't do well i'm going to tell you that that is the exact opposite i remember first few times I went to tour the Catskills uh, you know I've read through some of these old results uh, I think I was in like 65th and 40 something and eventually I worked my up I got a top 10 in the time trial and I'm trying to think if I did decently well on another stage and then at Green Mountain one time I was in a break with like Tim Johnson Cameron Cogburn 
just hit squad. Of course, I got dropped in the last climb, but I was super pumped personally about my performance. And that's what you need to take home. You need to take home the intrinsic feeling. I'm not trying to get too deep on this, but I think it's an important note how proud you are of your result because the people at home, they're just honestly, they're pumped that you're there. If they're not, they're most likely just a hater. But I, even when I got 40 something plays, I would come back and guys would be like, dude, how was the race? Like, like, tell me about it. Like, sounds awesome. What an experience. Da da da. How was the trip? And that's the other thing. Don't go with only the expectation of a result. Go thinking of how awesome this weekend is going to be. You know, this athlete that it was starting to get cold feet was going to a big city with his child and girlfriend and is worried about losing. And I was like, the weekend sounds sick. Number one, this city that they're going to is super fun. Number two, it's crits. So there's a handful of races that his kid's going to get to see him at. And then number three, they're going to go out to dinner. They're going to get to go to a sweet park, go to a museum, whatever you love to do off of the bike. You're going to get to do it in this big metropolis area where, I mean, that's life. This is going to be a super, super fun trip. Don't worry so much about the result. The more you worry about the result, I promise you, the less great of a result you will get. The best races that athletes do well at are the ones where they go in and they totally shock themselves because they just go in ready to have fun and I was even talking to Josh about some of his we're kind of mapping out some things for his cross season next year which is his big goal and SBT's on the list and I was like okay so what's up with this one like do are you trying to put priority on this this is right before cross season I want to make sure we're not actually training for this as like a priority race because that's not going to match up with things we're going to be doing running up to it He's going with his buddy Adam and is like, dude, this is our bro trip. We're going to have a blast. And I said exactly back to him, that might be the gravel race that you do the best at because you have no expectation except for having a good time. And whether it was the podium at the Pro Tour of Battenkill or coming in top 10 at Fort McClellan, those were all races where I was not even dreaming of a result. And you do all the work to get ready for the race to put your best foot forward on the start line and holy crap things worked out and you get a result that even you and your best friend are going to be like did that really just happen i can't believe that happened and then just accept the fact that there's going to be other weekends when you go and you're hoping for a top 20 and you get 50th and it's like okay now i need to do that post-race reflection I need to look at what did I what, what what am I really missing? Why did I get 50th? What are the guys in 40th doing? Like where did they get dropped? How did they make it that far? And then who's the top 30? Who what kind of athlete is that? How do I get there? And then what's the top 10? Who are these guys? And some people are just going to be a better athlete than you. But I don't think that you should ever and that that that's in the very present. Like okay, I look at I came in 50th, I look at place number five. That person's way better. I don't think you should just accept that though. What can I do to try to get on that level in two years? And maybe you're not in this sport for for that type of uh, dedication and that's totally okay. But if you wanna ask yourself, you know, how do I get to be the best and the best that you can be, it's gonna require some dedication. I think that's an obvious 
thing that we all know we need and an attribute if we want to find success in anything in life. If you want to be at the top of something, it's going to take some work and, yes, dedication. So with that, I think if you just ignore the thought of failure and more so look at these L's as lessons. I know it's corny as hell, but that's what it is. I talked and I posted on Instagram today to a very new athlete overthinking a 20-minute test. And I love it. I said to him, hey, this is good. You're a cranial dude. You're a smart guy. And we were trying to, you know, how many watts exactly should I pace at? And da-da-da-da-da. And it's, you know, teaching him a lot of this sometimes by feel because some days you'll feel better. Some days you might feel a little bit worse. You've only done this once before, so you really only have one baseline. And he had said, well, I had, the first time I did it, I just was winging it, right? There was no expectation. But now I don't want to fail and do worse than the one before. Even if you had lower watts on that 20-minute test, you didn't fail. You learned that you pushed too hard and you exploded. You will learn something from that. Think about that effort. Think about how that felt. Understand that feeling. And at the same time, you can make an argument, and I've made the argument before, it's better to under pace it and finish it than to explode but at the same time if you explode like if you really sent it and you exploded it's not that big of a loss you're gonna look back in three years and laugh that you even cared about that one 20 minute test so don't overthink it you're definitely it's impossible to fail because you will learn something if you lose in that super super micro moment of one bike ride Hope you have fun this season. This season is, I'm so freaking antsy to race. I'm so antsy to do some races with my friends. I am so excited to make some content about the races, the racing and the training that I hope is beneficial to you because similar to this podcast, I think there's a lot of overthinking in this. I think of Alex Hone in our podcast when he said he doesn't even think of some of these like the minutia that athletes get into uh, that are amateurs that he talks to, like just overthinking things. And once the weather warms, uh, we can talk some more about training rides. If there's something that you want Evoke to put out that would be helpful to you, let us know. I'm really trying to think of what's the next layer of things besides some videos and podcasts. And I want to take the videography into the next level. Uh, I think the podcast is relatively dialed. I want to bring back some new longer format guests and maybe get away from just the training chatter and a little bit more open open format and continue the writing. Landry's a beast and such a good writer. I'm excited for when he's done with his thesis that I know he wants to blog a lot and has a lot to talk about and just, you know, I think in our conversations, I'm excited to see what he puts down on paper And then, yeah, just some other exciting little side projects. But at the end of the day, I want this content to inspire you to try and be a better version of you on the bike. And I want it to inspire you to do a big race. Don't worry. No one cares about your result if you get 40th. I promise you that. And that's why you need to focus on the intrinsic feeling that it's providing you because that's the only thing that matters. If you are going to a race so that you think you get a social flex by going home and people caring that you came in third at a big race, man, people are going to say congratulations and they're going to forget about it and think about their own results. That's just the way we are built as humans. I promise you that. And so just as little care that they will give to your third, 
even smaller amount will be given to your 40th. So go to the race and make it fun. Make it a weekend, make it an adventure. Cliche, but enjoy the journey. And I look forward to hearing from you in the Discord about how the race goes. Hit us up, especially in the road tab. And we accept gravel races and mountain bike races, all types of racing. But good luck with the training. Exciting times as spring is definitely nearing. And I'm ready for glove season to be over for good. Fingers crossed. Reach out if we can help you out. All the best.